Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, man, it is just Wemby's world and we are all just living in it. How he joined the likes of LeBron James, Steph, Luka in his fifth career game, we explain. Also, James Harden, he spoke for the first time since joining the Clippers yesterday. He said he is the system. We're going to tell you what the rest of the NBA thinks of Harden's proclamation. Plus, when he plans to make his debut and tonight is the official start of the inaugural in-season tournament. Don't miss our picks on who takes home the cup. All that and so much more on this Feel Good Friday. NBA Today starts right now. Did the sky look a little bluer this morning, Cheney? Yes, it did. Did the sunshine look a little brighter today, Woj? <laughs> did your coffee taste even more delicious, Perk? I'm so good, I look that like coffee. That is because it is hey, first dark day of dark roast season tournament glow. You are feeling it. Check out this brand new NBA Cup court that's in Milwaukee. There's going to be so many more colorful courts coming up here. We're just under four and a half hours from tip-off between the Knicks and the Bucks on ESPN. Hey, he is senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. She's Janae Gumake. He is Kendrick Perkins. I'm Malika Andrews. Zach Lowe is going to be joining us in just a few minutes. We're going to give you everything that you need to know for the start of the in-season tournament. But first, we have got to talk about Victor Wembanyama and what he did last night in Phoenix because we went into this game saying, you know what, if somehow, some way, in Devin Booker's return, San Antonio can win back-to-back games after their comeback earlier in the week, that would certainly be a statement. Victor said, you know what, hang on, I was going to say hold my beer, but he can't quite drink yet. 20 points in the first half, 8 of 14 from the field, Jeanette. And we also believe that based on his prospectus, he'd be able to turn the page and play well in the first three quarters, and he did exactly that. Well, the Spurs, they built a Double-digit lead in the first half here. Victor elevates, gets it to go, Perk. Absolutely. Look, moving without the ball, the give and go. And look, deep diving right here, making himself available. You too small, little scoop finger roll. Bill Russell style. You have to look at look at Kelvin Johnson's reaction there. He's, he, he says things that I can't say on TV. Once again, the Spurs. Ooh, you were imploring him to get more into the action. Very few players can finish on the opposite side of the rim like he does. But look how ferocious he has been. The finishes are things we have not seen in a very, very long time. Look at the reverse angle. The San Antonio Spurs, they're up 14 going into the fourth quarter here. This is when I said, uh-oh. All right. We know that the Suns have it. Devin Booker returning in this one, gets the three to go there, cuts the lead down. Four-point game at this point. Kevin Durant doing what he does, elevates over Jeremy Sohan. Yes, sir, gets that I mean, to why, go. Why call a play when you have KD and Devin Booker? Well, because the San Antonio Spurs are a whole new That was an and one. <laughs> well, Victor agreed with you clearly. He took over. Move of the night right Down there. the stretch. Shakes his defender. He had 38 points. 10 rebounds in this one. Reverse pivot to the outside to knock down a three at his age. Unbelievable. Even KD, Wemby's favorite player, had to show some respect. The Spurs win 132-121. Wemby Nyama, he became the second youngest player in NBA history with at least 35 points and 10 rebounds in a game at a couple months shy of 20 years old. Only his opponent from Thursday, Kevin Durant, 
ramp, reach those numbers younger. And Victor and KD, they spoke about this after the game. I mean, somebody's got to do it, you know. <laughs> As I told you before, uh, tomorrow is going to be one of my teammates. Uh, yesterday it was, two days ago, I mean, it was Keldon, you know. This is how we work as a group, as a team. Yeah, I don't see anybody else in this game. I know we're both skinny, and I'm sure he said he watched me growing up, but he's a he's his own player. And his, uh, his enthusiasm for the game, you know, you could tell that through the TV and playing against him. So he's his own pl player person. He's going to create his own lane. It's much different than anybody who's ever played. And um, you could try to compare, but... He's going to carve out his own lane. Kevin Durant's clearly mm. impressed. We're all impressed. So I'd like to welcome in our senior writer, Zach Lowe, and I'm going to use the word for the third time. Zach, what impressed you the most about Victor Wembanyama? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? <laughs> I don't even believe what I saw last night. That kid's 19 years old, right. and he was doing that? Look, I mean, just the jumpers in people's faces with the game on the line. The crowds are KD and Book are doing their thing, and he's like, nah, I'm putting the game away. But there are a couple plays that highlight his IQ that I want to look at that should scare the rest of the league. First, a pass. They put him at center. This is a sophisticated pass. Looks at Charles Bassett. Nope, I'm going to go over to Trey, Trey Jones. Just reads the defense in an instant. Then, inverted pick and roll. Backdoor cut. That's in the flow. That's not a scripted play. That's improv. Throw it up. No one's going up with him. Same thing here. He sees they're going to switch. Slips the screen. Slips inside the switch. Just throw it up in the air, Keldon Johnson. There's nothing anybody can do. He's too tall. The Spurs offense is just going to have plays that are cut to the rim, throw it high in the air where nobody else can reach it. But those are smart plays. Those are reads in the flow. Those aren't scripted sets. Those aren't broken fast break plays. That's a dude thinking the game and then being way taller than everyone else. That stuff is scary. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you talk about sort of sensing those opportunities for him on the floor, how he hunts them out. But take a look at this. In the first five games of his career, he's making half of his shots from around the court. Look at how many shots he's making in the paint. This is his shot chart here. Incredibly impressive. But, Woj, another word that I keep coming back to when I think of Victor Wembanyama, it is poise. He has this presence to him, and certainly we've seen it on the floor. He's shooting 15 for 19 in the fourth quarter this year. That's good for 79%. But how are the Spurs in the league seeing that extend even beyond the floor? Well, I think especially in San Antonio, when you talk to people uh, this summer who are watching him in the gym every day and then open gym and then training camp, you know, they would, they would say a couple of things. Number one, every day he would do two or three or four things you have never quite seen anybody do yeah. on a basketball court. People didn't want to miss practice there. They didn't want to be doing something else in the building because they were just seeing something they had never seen before. But it is the character. It is uh, all the intangibles that he brought to the NBA that people around him and yeah. people who've scouted him have known since he was 14, 15, 16. The kind of teammate he is in San Antonio. The whole world wants to make this all about him. Mm. That is understandable. And he is so determined to include his teammates uh, to always talk about the team. And that's a really unique thing with a 19-year-old player who is uh, going to be the face of the NBA, maybe even sooner that anyone imagined. You can sort of sense it when you're around the San Antonio Spurs. There's some apprehension. Okay, we're getting all this attention. So many reporters, so many people just want to talk to Victor. And he said, but hey, look at these guys who are setting me up. We, mm -hmm. we work in a system. It's not just all about me today. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I get this. Um, 
Every player in the NBA has to earn the right to lead their team, no matter how good you are. And guess what? What we saw in the first Suns game is his teammates realizing this is the guy. He has earned it through his clutch play. And if you see this graphic, this is how good Victor Webbenyama has been in the clutch. We saw it in the first Suns game. The second Suns game, you saw an emerged confidence. Look at those numbers. He's third for most points in the clutch this season. Behind LeBron James and Luka Doncic already, and Steph is following him. And so I think what we have seen is the confidence in real-time build amongst his teammates because the first game of the year that Victor Wembanyama played, his teammates weren't really passing in the ball the way that we're, like, all excited and expected. If you watched last night's game, they were feeding him the ball. Yeah. They know that he is the one that's going to take them where they need to go. And no matter how good you are as an NBA player or any professional athlete, you have to earn that right, and he has done so in such amount, a short amount of time. Well, that's what, Perk, you said you wanted to see. Yeah. You were imploring the Spurs. Set something up for him. Involve him in the offense. Make him the offense. What did you see from him? I keep hearing <laughs> footsteps, baby, in the dark. I, my, and that's what the rest of the league is feeling. Footsteps from Victor Wembanyama, which brings out a perk free sheet for today. Now, look, I asked for more FGAs. I, I know he's not labeled a center, but last night he played big. Now, I want you to re recognize this. Sinead. This is a guy that actually wants the ball. Freeze! Okay, look at this, right? If you're a player and you're looking with the ball in your hands and you have a 7-4 guy that's in the paint, two feet in the paint with a midget on him, get him <laughs> the ball by any way possible. Did just that little Bill Russell finger roll over the top. Okay, coming back down. Mm -hmm. the, yeah, Everyone's coming, clapping. Coming back down. Now watch this. Freeze! I want you to see this. This, look, if I'm doing a post-entry pass, this is what I want to see. Look how low he is. Look how he's holding them off. He actually wants the ball. Hit him with the quick spin, great footwork, finish on the other side. Nice move by the big fella. Look All post-work. Look at not, this. Not, bad for, not bad for a guy that doesn't play the, the extension. Position. Yeah, beautiful basketball. Beautiful basketball. Here we go again. Oh, Survey. this was the move, Perk. Surveying the floor. Check him out, though. This the wing position of him. The KD in him. Look at him. Separation. Pull up three from the top of the key. Look, he don't know what to do. <laughs> he don't <laughs> he, he don't know what to do. But it's part of it. And the rest of the league need to be scared. And last night is a prime example on why he has to have those 20 yeah. to 25 shot attempts a game. Look, the Wemby effect, it is certainly real, right? We could talk about it all day long. And there are going to be shows when we do. But on the flip side of this, the Suns, they did drop to two and three last night in the return of Devin Booker. Still no Bradley Beal for them. So, Zach, I know we're only five games. In. I hate to even reach for the panic button, but is there any reason that we should be concerned for the Suns here? Not yet. Devin Booker has only played two games. Brad Beal plays zero. TBD, most of the concerns, but I have my eye on that center position. When they traded away DeAndre Ayton for Yusuf Nurkic, they made a big bet against Ayton and on Nurkic and the team around him. So, so, so far, they benched him in the fourth quarter last night for Drew Eubanks. Let's see how that goes, because if that piece doesn't work, they are not going to be able to defend well enough to win the title. We'll put a pin in the, the Phoenix Suns for now. Check in on them once they get a little bit healthier. Thank you so much, Zach. Still to come on NBA Today, Perk, he has a must-hear reaction oh, to James God. Harden's comments about being the system wherever he plays. And hear what Joel Embiid thinks about that. Plus, 
The in-season tournament, it tips off tonight, headlined by our star-studded matchup between Luka and Jokic. We make our cup picks as well. Do not miss that. And it's Perk's favorite segment of the week. What's that? The best <laughs> quotes in our new edition of Who Said That? Play along with us. Don't go anywhere. NBA Today is just getting started. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Give me some details. How did this thing come about and what's it going to look like? The NBA has been talking about this for years. All 30 teams will participate our very first ever NBA in-season tournament. Oh, So the NBA just dropped a mid-season tournament. Interesting. Finally, you have something that allows teams to be super engaged early in the season. I really feel like it's going to be the young stars uh-huh. that are going to thrive in this sort of thing. Every single team has a chance to win this cup. We're less than four hours away from the start of the in-season tournament. If you take a look, these are the three groups from each conference. They will all play each other once, and that starts tonight with the team with the best record moving on. So all seven games tonight, they will count toward that final group play record. That includes, of course, the Knicks visiting the Bucks, the Mavericks in Denver. Both those are on ESPN. So for more on the in-season tournament, the great Adrian Wojnarowski is back here with me. So, Woj, tonight it marks the start of essentially a new gamble, a new experiment for the NBA. They're hoping that it, it creates more excitement around the, the, the regular season. What would be a marker of success for this inaugural tournament? I, I think that players, coaches, and then ultimately fans – you know, take this seriously, that this is something more, uh, I think especially once you get to the knockout round, the final eight, and then the final four in Vegas, that it feels like a real tournament environment. This is a long-term play for the league. It doesn't all have to come in one year. Yep. But this is something that they're certainly selling in their media rights deal, uh, and they'll kind of be a standalone for whichever network or however this is bought. And so over time, financially, you know, that's a big part of this for the league. But can they get the next generation of players? You know, Cooper Flagg, who's headed to Duke next year, right. who might be the number one player in the draft next year. Victor Wimbenyama, those players who are the future of the league, that they kind of grow up now seeing it 
and accepting it as a real serious part of the landscape. So we, are, we already knew that there are some monetary incentives for players if they're able to win this, just like there is if they win an NBA championship. But you reported this morning some additional incentives. What, what are those? Now the coaches. The okay. players on each winning team uh, would get $500,000, and then it descends from there. $200,000 for a runner-up, uh, $100,000 for teams in the semis, $50,000 for teams in the quarterfinals. And now the coaching bonuses will mirror that. So the winning coach, $500,000, and on down, the winning head coach, and then the assistant coaches will share in a pool of money that will be 75% of whatever the head coach is getting. This was a conversation that the league coaches had with Adam Silver back in September. And I think for the league, the more they can incentivize players, coaches, organizations yeah. uh, to make this a more competitive environment, you know, that's what they're trying to accomplish. Because that's what's going to make this successful, that, that buy-in from the star players, young stars, and from coaches as well. Woj, thank you so very much. So clearly, there's some extra maybe motivation, right, for these players, these coaches, to win the in-season tournament if they weren't there already. So I want to bring it back to the desk, guys, uh, because the second game of our doubleheader, no lack of stars, right, in this one. We have Luka Doncic, we have Nikola Jokic. Perk, you had mentioned the Mavs in your way too early power rankings yeah. for week one that we've done. <laughs> They're two, one of the teams, them and Boston, that is still undefeated. So what are you looking for from them tonight? Well, this is their first challenge. And the same energy that I gave the Boston Celtics yesterday when I told everybody, let's slow down. The Dallas Mavericks haven't played anyone. Well, not contenders. So this is their first match to see exactly where they are. And so when I think about the Mavs, and I'm looking at Luka and what he's doing right now, you know, obviously should be one of the front, if not the front runner for MVP in this early season. Now, it's too early for that. <laughs> but the combination between him and Kyrie Irving and with Tim Hardaway Jr. has been doing as well, along with Grant Williams, I like this team a lot. Yeah. Now, their ceiling to me is a second-round exit. I'm not saying they're a contender. But, I mean, it's hard to measure them against Denver. I know I know it is too early, but the two players that have the shortest odds to win MVP, at least right now, are Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic. Oh, and oh. You, you know what? We're talking about the in-season <laughs> tournament, how people will be motivated to play in that. They love trophies. They love money, right? I think players <laughs> in matchups, especially when you say, hey, these two have started off strong, they want to keep it rolling. And one thing we know about Luka Doncic, he is a competitor, and he can do it all by himself if need be. He's led his team in points, rebounds, and assists three out of four games. Now, I look at this Mavs team, and I'm always like, I get so excited about them. I want Luka to become an MVP because that would be great for the league as well. But then at the end of the season, something always falls short. There's always some form of drama. Now, the reality is, based on this team, you have Kyrie, you have Luka, some of the best playoff performers we've come to see. Also, I like what Grant Williams did last year in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Defensively, if you add that to the mix, I think they can beat teams, like you said, Perk, maybe in the second round. But overall, we have to see them fix their defensive issues. Right. That is like that is the biggest thing that we have seen and this, that have made the Mavs successful. They weren't built to be a second-round team. Right. Oh, built, that, like, not. That's not a metric of success yeah. for the Dallas Mavericks and for Luka Doncic. And, but, but when I think about Luka, and I'm thinking about this matchup tonight, he, th he takes these things personal. Think about he it. Open the night, he spoiled Wimby night. When he went down to San Antonio True. and did his thing, like Luca looked forward yeah. to these superstar matchups to go out there and showcase. You, you could actually play in this doing. matchup, though. You know that, right? Because it's slow. 
It's gonna be slow. You'll be able to make it up and down oh, the court. Damn. It's gonna be. Got, I love you, bro. But it's they both play slow paces, so it gives an opportunity for Luca to control because Jokic. We all know the Nuggets. They don't play so fast. You you gonna dust them off and try to? Yo yo, Shanae. Shanae Jeffers. He's gonna dust it off for the end season. I do not claim that man. The inaugural in season tournament tonight. It begins with the group stage doubleheader. Giannis and the Bucks host Julius Randle and the Knicks at 7:30, and then Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets host Luca and the Mavs. Coverage begins with our NBA Countdown crew at 7 on ESPN and the app. Coming up on NBA Today, James Harden's comments on being the system. I mean, they certainly made the rounds, but how will the former MVP impact LA's championship hopes? We discuss. And we've been counting down toward the in-season tournament all-show. We're going to actually make some picks for the winner of the inaugural NBA Cup in just a couple of minutes. And it is my favorite time of the week. Who said that? Hey, you came to win today, my yes, friend. I'm on a streak. Come play along with us. Coming up here, you're watching NBA Today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're watching NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today. So yesterday was a big day in Los Angeles. James Harden, he spoke for the first time as a member of the Los Angeles Clippers, and I asked him when does he plan to make his debut for this team, and he said that he's hopeful as long as workouts continue going well that it'll be Monday in Madison Square Garden. But it was also the first time that he reflected on what he didn't exactly feel worked in Philadelphia. Philly has just you know, changed my role, knowing I can give more, knowing I can do more, but... If you want to be honest, like being on a leash. When I'm in a leash, I'm not in just shooting the basketball every time. I meant like I'm a, I'm a, like I think the game, and I'm a creator on the court. You know what I mean? So if I got a, a, a voice to where I can, hey coach, I see this. You know what you think about this? Then it's like, oh, okay, like somebody that trusts me, that believes in me, that understands me, that I'm just not a, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a system player. I am a system. So he went on to say that, you know, he's already been the guy who scores 35 a game. He doesn't necessarily need that. He wants to win. But most of all, he wants a coach who sort of listens to him. And he didn't feel like he had that relationship with higher-ups in Philadelphia. But I would be honest, when he said that part about I am the system, I'm not a system player, everyone in the room, we all sort of went like, did we just was that was that what he said? Perk, what stood out to you from that? Everything. And number one, no one trusts you, James, and no one should trust you. We just watched you last season quit in a crucial game seven and lay down on your team. Okay, number two, 
He had the ball in his hands a lot last season in the pick and roll with Joel Embiid. He led the league in assists. And if the, if you were asking the Philadelphia 76ers to base their offense around you when you got a 7-1, 280-pound version of Akeem Olajuwon down there, then he's crazy. And I said a prayer for Tyloo for a reason. Like, this is Paul George and Kawhi Leonard's team. And the fact that James even have that mindset is crazy to me, knowing that he should be coming into this team willing to do whatever he needs to do, losing himself into the team and not making it about what James could do. How can you tell a championship coach how to coach you and put you in position when you actually never been there and completed the mission? James Harden's going to be judged on one thing in L.A., and that's winning. Yeah, It's not going to be on leading the league in assists or leading the league in scoring again. It's going to be on winning, and that's they have a group here with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook, and, and now James Harden, who, you know, that's where they are in their careers. And if he wants a new deal with the Clippers, that's his best chance to get paid um, you know, probably more than anywhere else you could get in the market. It's going to be staying in L.A. And the way to stay in L.A. is to win this year and then get Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, get the organization to commit to them to re-sign. But it's not going to be around numbers or stats. Well, it's a question. When you say win, what you mean by winning? You mean winning like, at all? Is, is, is that a conference final? Right. Does it, is it far enough that it looks like this works? Belief. We were healthy, yep. and we're going to keep going. Does that mean they have to win the championship? It's never that simple. But I think for James Harden at this point in his career, and, and, and you said it, Perk, he's going to be the third option with this team. He was the second, op second option in Philly, probably about to become the third option behind Maxi. but he's clearly the third option here. And I think Woj, you nailed it because you said the words at this point in his career. And I wanted to really define what system means because I think people hear that and they get confused, like who's a system player and who's not. You have a certain level of talent where you don't belong to a system. I'm talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry to some degree, LeBron James. But you have to know at what point in your career do you now belong to the system? Because based on what you provide, what is the reality here? And I think James at some point, because I'm someone from Houston who watched James and supported him, he was a non-system player all the way until he got to Philly. And sure. then he was forced by nature of where he was and the role he played to now be long to a system. Newsflash, you're playing with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and you have a team Russell that is Westbrook. able to, Russell Westbrook, that is able to contend for a championship. You need to fit into that system. It's the best thing for you, and that doesn't mean you're anything less. It means you have more of a chance to win. James Harden has always been a heavy isolation player. The Clippers are a heavy isolation team, but it's not to the degree that it was when he was in Houston. So the question is, how do you make all this work on the floor, right? Let's bring Zach Lowe in for that. How do the Clippers make this work, Zach? Yeah, what is the Clippers system? What has it been? I don't know if there really has been one other than they have great one-on-one -on -one players and a lot of shooting around them, and now they're bringing in another great one-on-one -on -one player. They have a lot of talent. Believe it or not, this can work. It's not impossible for them to get that far 
with this group of guys. But it's not going to work if it's a bunch of dudes in their 30s playing your turn, my turn, isolation basketball. Everyone's going to be able to play that some, but for this to work, you want to be Denver, a team that can play with its eyes closed, they know each other so well, you're going to have to run some Harden, Kawhi Leonard pick and rolls if that's where the mismatches are. Harden, Paul George pick and rolls. Harden might have to set a ball screen every once in a while. Harden might have to take a catch and shoot three. He's going to have to take those. He's been allergic to those shots for 10 years. He's going to have to play defense. Like, you're not going to win the title. You're not going to win four playoff series with every individual player thinking, I'm the system. No, I'm the system. I'm the system. There's going to have to be some coherence to all of it, and they have the goods to do it. They have the goods to play that way, but man, they got a lot of questions to answer and a lot of dudes who are used to having the ball in their hands for a long time. It's going to be really interesting to watch. It certainly is. Let's go from the system to the process. James Harden's former team, the Sixers, they played the Raptors last night. Five minutes into the second quarter is where we're going to pick this one up. Ooh, looking fly. The the new... Folks in town in Philadelphia, James Harden no longer there. Obviously, Robert Covington a part of that trade as well. Joel Embiid elevates, gets a little fadeaway jump shot to go. Look, this is too easy for him. He's figured it out where to not get doubled, how to have that nice little touch on your mid-range. I think that's why they're able to continue to do what they've always done. Let's go ahead here. One more look at this from Joel Embiid. Come on, Perk. Mm. Quick spin off the elbow with a euro for the and one float. Ahead to the fourth quarter here. Right Under five minutes to go. The 76ers up by 10. Tyrese Maxey, he finds Joel Embiid for the slam. Great job by Tyrese Maxey actually pulling the pick and roll, giving Joel Embiid a chance to roll to the basket, drawing two. 76ers get the win. Let's take a listen to Joel Embiid after the game who was asked about James Harden. I feel like, you know, we allowed him to use himself and we gave him the ball every single possession and because he uh, he's really good. I mean, he's, a, he's an amazing, you know, player. Um, you know, obviously, being up down, you know, that great of a passer, then we just we gave him the ball. You know, if you watch again, we gave him the ball every single possession to just go out and you know do his thing. The only thing I care about is winning. Uh, you know, I, that's my focus, and you know, and um, I hope that you know we all on the same page because that's all I want. And the moment we're not on the same page, you know, then that's a discussion for another, uh, for another day. But I think you know, these guys want to win, and. Um, All right, so when you hear a top player make those types of comments, obviously he's being asked about what James Harden said about being a system versus the system versus a system player. What do you make of that, Woj? Well, you're going to hear this a lot from Joel Embiid over maybe the next year. This isn't going away. For him in Philadelphia, he's going to have to buy in to what Daryl Morey's vision is there with the assets they've gotten, whether that's at the trade deadline, whether he sells them on what they can do uh, around the draft or free agency with trades or free agent signings to get a team around him that he believes in moving forward. This is true for, we can we could probably argue the number of players, but maybe six, seven, eight players in the league who at any given time who are legit franchise level MVP mm-hmm. players in their prime Every organization is at the mercy of whether they're happy, whether they believe in it. It doesn't matter whether you're going to become a free agent or you have four years left on the deal. That is the reality of the NBA, and Philly knows that. And now they're going to spend literally every waking day trying to convince Joel Embiid everything he wants 
and if that's most of all winning, can still happen with the Sixers. Well, I, I didn't take it as a, a shot like Giannis kind of threw out that subliminal to to the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm watching Joel Embiid play, and nothing about him tells me that he's not interested or not ready to continue to be in the Sixers uniform. I mean, the way he's producing on both ends of the floor, all Darren Moore got to do is continue to be who he is, and that's one of the most aggressive GMs to ever be a GM in the league, right, and make a move for him. <laughs> and, and, and Joel knows this, too, that he is smart about this league, and he talks about team building a lot yep. with his front office. And as a great player, you look around, and if you say, well, I might be traded here or you could trade me there, they also look at what that team has to give up to acquire him and look there and go, does that actually give me a better chance in that place? Right. And he knows, he does know what he has in Philly. And you talk about a relationship between a city and a star athlete. I think there are very few love affairs mm -hmm. like uh, Joel and Philadelphia. Absolutely. And we get a good one. The Philadelphia 76ers tomorrow take on the Phoenix Suns. Hey, coming up here on NBA Today, you know what goes down tonight? The in-season tournament. Because it is upon us. Shanae and Perk, they make their championship predictions right after this. Could your team win it all? Find out. You're watching NBA Today. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're watching NBA Today. TikTok. We're just hours away, my friends. The inaugural in-season tournament, it gets underway tonight. All seven games on the schedule, they're going to look and feel much different. The colors, have you seen them on the courts? They are awesome. And the games, they're going to mean a little bit more than regular season games as well. And if you need just a little refresher on why, here is the self-appointed director of ambiance, Richard Jefferson. All right, everybody, the NBA first ever in-season tournament is now official. But how does it work? Like this. First up is group play. All 30 teams will be split into six groups, three from the east, three from the west, with a random draw based on last year's regular season record. Here's what the groups look like in the west. Here's what they look like in the east. 
Each team in a group plays each other one time. A total of four games, two at home, two on the road. One, two, three, yeah. Now those games happen Tuesdays and Fridays in November, so set your calendar. Basically, these regular season NBA games also count as tournament games. Now, in each group, the team with the best group play record after those four games, they're moving on. The team with the next best record in each conference, those two are the wild cards. Always watch out for the wild cards. Now, we get to the knockout round. Eight teams, single elimination, and you know what that means. Win and move on. Or lose. And you're out. And the last four teams standing, guess what? You're headed to Vegas, baby. That's right. In Las Vegas, the semifinal battles will get us to the championship game on December 9th. Two teams in a winner-take-all final to be named champion and be awarded the first ever NBA Cup. I promise you, you're going to love it. Rich, thank you. All right, let's dive in a little bit more to name Big Perk because we're going to take a deeper dive, a look at the in-season tournament. These are all the groups in the East. So in your eyes, Shanae, which is the toughest? Ooh, there's A, B, and C, and I'm going to go with the group that has the Bucks, yeah. the Knicks, and the Heat because we all know, even though they have a slow start, for some reason when the games matter most, they can always they be always turn it up, time. and then I, we might kind of forget, you know. Okay. Over here. What about you, Perk? In the East. You agree I'm a, with me, Perk? I'm going to go with A. Mm. East A, 76ers, Hawks, Cavs, Pacers, Pistons. Pistons playing pretty well. Pacers are too. And we know what the Cavs, Hawks, and the 76ers could bring to the table. Yeah, I think I might be with Perk on this one, the East Group A. <laughs> Let's take a look at the West. Here, here we we'll go. agree on this one. Perk, the toughest here. in the West. Right here, West C. West C. Golden State, Minnesota, Oklahoma, Kings, Spurs. It's not one drop-off, right? You have five teams that you're going to have to bring it every single night that they match up. He's looking at me because he's like, you better agree with me. And I absolutely, no I agree with you, Perk. So yeah. I agree with C. For okay. Today. I was in between B and C. I mean, the defending champs, this is the new look Pelicans. The Mavs are still undefeated. The Clippers just got James Harden and Shanae's Rockets. Um, so tough, but yeah, maybe maybe C by just, just the smidgiest of smidges. Okay, <laughs> when it's all said and done, though, who is going to win the first ever NBA Cup? Big are you ready for this? No. Ooh. This is going to surprise a lot of people. Okay. And the reason that I'm actually picking this team is because they're done winning NBA championships, so why not win the in-season championship? The Golden State Warriors. Oh, wow. The Golden State Warriors. I believe that Steph, when it comes to these type of games and moments, he could be the best player in this tournament, mm. right? So he's going to do his thing when the lights are bright. Draymond Green, ultimate competitor. He's going to bring the intensity. I have the Warriors winning the end season. But it's going to take a team effort, and I'm surprised. I'm taking your old squad, the Boston Celtics, because right now they started off the season really well. East Sea Celtics coming out. Uh, they have the best offensive efficiency and rating in the NBA. They make the second most threes. They have a top five defense. And speaking of fives, they have probably the best starting five, or are they now saying six? in the NBA, so I'm going with the Celtics. You have to be young, hungry, talented enough to be able to say we can play hard and play, play hard in the in-season tournament and in the playoffs. Maybe, They've got the makings. Maybe I just have recency bias. Ooh, what nuggets. About, what about San Antonio? <laughs> what about San Antonio? I know, I know. What about San Antonio? What about? You said this is the toughest group. They are the team, I said a young team I like. 
Victor Wembanyama. Imagine that. Maybe I'm just wishing yeah, for it. Imagine. Yeah, I, I gotta ask you, Malika. The first and the second place come out of the, the <laughs> thing, right? So yeah. You, they gonna have to beat the Kings. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> All right. Still to come on NBA Today, our Friday tradition continues with Who Said That? Perk. I hope you've worked up an appetite for this one. Oh, NBA Today. We'll be appetite. right back. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to NBA Today. All right, it is time for our favorite segment of the week, Who Said That? Where we take quotes from around the league and we ask our esteemed contestants, Who Said This? All right, first up, Janae Gumake. Who said this quote? Quote, last year, we had an awful team as far as chemistry goes. Last year was horse bleep. It was hard to come to work. Not fun. Was it Dylan Brooks? Was it Draymond Green? Or was it Kyrie Irving? I am taking who is Draymond Green? Who is Draymond Green for 400, please? Yeah, yeah. Well, why y'all just don't give Sinead the point without her having to lay up and make a pass? Last year, we had an awful team as far as chemistry goes. Um, it was pathetic. Um, last year was horse. It's hard to come to work. Thank you. I've known Draymond Green since high school, McDonald's All-American, USA Basketball, that type of stuff. And he's been using that horse blank word for a long time. So that, that was your was, clue. That was my clue. You Thanks, Dana. You thought it was easy? What? All right, fine. <laughs> let's, let's see if Zach Lowe can get this next one. When he was asked about how he knows it's time to take over a game, quote, somebody's got to do it. Zach, was it Anthony Edwards? Was it Cam Thomas? Was it Victor Wembanyama? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't like this one. This is hard. This is hard. Three. I'm going to go two. with Victor Wembanyama after last Victor night. Wembenyama. Victor Wembanyama. Victor Wembanyama. Ding, ding, ding. Well done, Zach. Take a listen. You feel like Undefeated. That was your responsibility at that point for you to take over? I mean, somebody's got to do it, you know. It is mm. the poise of that game. When the Suns came back to tie the game after the Spurs had just fleeced <laughs> them all game long, I said, uh-oh, okay, this is the time. Is Victor ready to be that guy, that closer, with Kevin Durant, his favorite player, on the other side? And he said, somebody's got to do it, Zach. Pretty impressive. That damn right he said that. I'm undefeated. 3-0. <laughs> and oh, Let's You're go. undefeated. Let's go to the next one. Kendrick Perkins, who said this, quote, offensively. We're still building chemistry. Even though we've had some glimpses of really good plays, it is going to get much, much better. Perk, 
Was it Devin Booker? Was it Damian Lillard? Or was it Chris Stapps Porzingis? Oh, well, thanks for throwing the live because I'm a dunky. Ooh. Windmill style. Christoph Porzingis. Was it Christoph yeah, Porzingis? Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh. Ding, ding, ding. Three for three. Look mm -hmm. at you guys. I think offensively, mm -hmm. uh, we're still uh, mm -hmm. we're still building chemistry. We're still, even though we have some like glimpses of really good plays and passes, we're still building chemistry. It, was, it might look uh, like already really good because we're already like, you know, just, just beating these teams easy, but but it's going to get much, much better. He, he's growing on me. He is growing on me. Because <laughs> he made you yeah, right? He's, he's somewhat still in a, a place, okay. you know what I'm saying, in my soul. Ooh. All right. Well, since all of you got it right, I have one more for everybody. So you got to be quick on this. Who gets it right first, right? Who said, quote, comparing me and Josh Hart rebounding-wise, that's like a filet and a sirloin steak. Oh. Was it Al Horford, Tristan Thompson, or Zion Tristan Williamson? Tristan Thompson. Tr oh, Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Thompson. Tristan. Was it Tristan Thompson? Yes, it was. Sirloin <laughs> and Josh Hart rebounding-wise. No. It's like a filet and sirloin steak. It's like a filet and sirloin steak. All yeah. right, Tristan. Yeah, only Tristan would compare those two like that. Well, he didn't lie. Are you it's a steak true. person, Perk? I'm a, I need a I'm buzzer. A person, I need a buzzer. <laughs> I'm a food person. Yeah, you're like a family feud style. There you go. Family feud. You're a food person? Yeah, I'm a Well, it is almost lunchtime uh, here in Los Angeles. It is lunchtime here in Los Angeles. So we thought if we're comparing sirloin steaks and filet mignon, I was curious if you two in a blind taste test can tell oh. the can you tell the oh difference? My gosh. It's a blind. Yeah. But we looking at it. Why? <laughs> why? Why? Why are you shy when this comes around? Oh, All right. I'm not shy. I was just trying to see what I was gonna eat with. Take, take a. Okay, so what are we supposed take to take a bite? Though? Yep. Take a we bite. Take one of these. Yep. Sorry, Nix. All right, Chanae, or actually, Perk looks like I don't like the. We, we will make you talk with your mouth full. But no, which one is that? Good. Which one is this? Perk, what you got? The sirloin or the fillet? Fillet. You got the filet? Shanae, what do you got? <laughs> Perk, lift up your plate. I think I have the I have the sirloin. What I'm reading. Does it say which one you got? Shanae, you have the filet. Oh. Perk, you have oh, the sirloin. Oh, steak tastes the same. All steak tastes good. Yeah. We're both from Texas. This is just steak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> This is well, steak. you guys enjoy your steak. We're going to head to break. If you need more Victor Wembanyama in your life Thanks, Hillary. or more steak, you can check out our next NBA Wednesday doubleheader. The Spurs are in Madison Square Garden facing the Knicks. That will definitely be a scene. And then the defending champs host Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Coverage tips with NBA Countdown on ESPN and the app. NBA Today will be back in 60. Yum, yum, yum. Next season, the hell out of this. <laughs> it is so good. They fell off. Now gets out of there so Leonard can drive the lane. And he just turned it over and lost the ball. Numbers for the Lakers. Reeves Elliott. Welcome to NBA Today. I don't know, guys. Was last night, was it the best night of the regular season thus far? Yes. I mean, absolutely electric. Play for the win. Yeah. Anybody think it's going to fly? Oh. I mean, you just got a little toes. <laughs> Ah, you know what I mean? You know how to whip the whips a little bit. Oh, reverse, reverse. That's it. That's it.
Work was so smooth with the car, too. It's been a great week. We're just getting started with the inaugural in-season tournament, the seven-game slate. It tips off tonight, including an ESPN doubleheader. It features the Knicks visiting the New Look Bucks, Luka's Mavericks visiting Jokic and the Nuggets. These games all have massive importance for the in-season tournament. I'm going to run through some key games tonight. Give me your most important factor in each matchup. All right, I'm going to start with Zach, the Knicks and the Bucks. Two teams that haven't looked very good so far this season. Let's see who gets well and if Julius Randle starts making some baskets. All right, Perk, what about the Cavs and the Pacers? Uh, not too intrigued about it. Just want to see a good game. Look, our company fed us state. <laughs> I, 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 I could care less about basketball. <laughs> the Warriors and the Thunder, maybe that'll make you care, Janae. You know, I care about steak, but I also care about the ability for the Warriors to continue what they started. It looks like they're gelling at the right time. They had a good start to the season. Last year, we were not saying that. So. Right, and this is a plucky young Thunder team yep. that Ooh. wants to make a, a little bit of impact. All right, Perk, what about this? The Mavs and the Nuggets. The Mavs. I'm looking forward to seeing what the Mavs do against a contender. And Defending this is their, actually t- their actual test. Well, thank you all for watching. Check out NBA Countdown tonight at 7 Eastern. But before we go, we have to give you the official anthem of the in-season tournament. Take it away, LL Cool J and the Roots. All together now. Get ready for the NBA in-season tournament. Yeah, y'all know what time it is. 30 teams on the board for the cup, but there can only be one number one. And the race to that chip is on. The NBA in-season tournament, y'all. Here they come. Here they come. You boys get ready, because here I come. Here I come. Here I come. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. Put suckers to fear. Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom, exploding. Overpowering, over the competition, I'm towering, wrecking shot. When I drop this force, that'll make you call the cops. Don't you dare stare, you better move. Don't ever compare me to the rest that all get sliced and diced. Competition's paying the price. I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. Yeah, that's right. It's the NBA in-season tournament. All 30 teams in the league compete for early season bragging rights at the championship in Las Vegas. Here they come. 